Are you a sneakerhead? A baller? Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready because we got all the details right here. It's Kicks and Bricks, where we got game on the streets and on the court. Here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up? Welcome to Kicks. Today we have my boy Ryan Lawrence from the hit show BMF that's premiering this January in Stars. Like, how you doing, my guy? I'm good. I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. All right, man. So the the, the people want to know, man, like, how does it feel to be on um, the upcoming season of BMF? Because I know last season, like, they vaguely mentioned your character, but, like, you didn't really appear on camera except for, like, a split second. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, so, so how does it feel to be like um, a regular on the show for season two? Um, it's amazing, man. It's an amazing feeling uh, to be able to be embraced by the cast from everybody. You know, the, the whole cast and crew embraced me for the five months that I came back. And, you know, this this character, yeah, his character is it this season. So um, they showed me the love, man, the love and support from day one. You know what I mean, and um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm excited for you guys to see it. You know, see the work that I put in. Is this the first time you're playing like a grimy character, or? Nah, I, I played up. You know, I played a few grimy characters. You know, uh, I, I did a, a a movie called Pimp with Kiki Palmer. You know, play play a little grimy. So you see a little bit of him in this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else I got? Uh, I uh, guest starred on um, Magnum PI, so this character named Neil is a little shady. Um, so you see that on those on a on a major level, um, and a couple other films that I have. Um, that yeah, you'll see a little grimy in me. You know what I'm saying? So I played these characters before. You know, did you have to learn how to be grimy, or like was that like part of your upbringing coming from? <laughs> Well, well, you know, well, you, you know, I, well, I ain't grimy. You know, I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn, but I, I, you know, from the streets, so I've seen the grimy people. So you know, you watch these people daily. You gonna find somebody grimy out in Brooklyn and out here in LA too. You gonna find some grimy people. So you watch that and you, you know, what I mean, you take that in and be like, yeah, I'll probably play play that character one day. <laughs> Max, man, Bushwick in the house right here. Oh, there you go. Okay, I'm from Flatbush. Oh, so like, oh, so you basically know. <laughs> yes, sir. You already know. <laughs> you know, so um, what was it like working with 50 Cent? Um, and um, like me personally, like, do you have any good 50 Cent, like being petty stories? Because that's my favorite pastime, like going on Instagram and, you know, just seeing him OD on people. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, well, one of the petty ones, <laughs> which, which was funny, was the one with Stars. When he was like, you know, I'm packing my stuff in a so he had that meme on meme on meme, you know what I mean? About y'all packing my bags. That was hilarious to me. But and and you know us, we up here, we feel like, yo, what's going on here? You know, what's gonna happen with the show? But um, it was cool. You know, I was able to meet 50 Cent filming in Detroit. Um, and he showed me some love, man. You know what I'm saying? We spoke for like 20 to 30 minutes, man. He's like down earth dude. So yeah, we really got to kick it, man. Really, really cool dude. Like what we be seeing on the social media, you know, when you talk to him one-on-one, yeah, it's not, it's not like that. And shout out to Detroit, man. Like last time I went there, I went to the sting. It's like a little strip club in the hood, man. Like I had the best time. <laughs> out there. 
the sting. Oh, right. Maybe when they go to Detroit, they got to pass over to the sting. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. You know, like 50 Cent, he's doing a good job, you know, turning like these real street stories into like series. Um, mm-hmm. Is there like a series you want to see? I mean, is there like a real story you want to, to turn into a series for me? You know, I like I wouldn't mind seeing him like do, you know, some of the stick up, the stick up kids from from Brooklyn from back in mm-hmm. the day, like um, Killer Ben, um, Puerto Rican Jesus, Real 50 Cent, stuff like that. I mean, people like them. Yeah, I would definitely love to see him do a real story. You know what I'm saying? One of my dudes uh, in Brooklyn, um, his name is Tip Top. And, you know, Tip Top was really known out there, you know, in the, in the streets. And uh, now he's a doctor. So he went from the streets to being a doctor now. So that's one of the stories I, I, I would love to see um, come to fruition. I think also, I know uh, 50 Cent was talking about doing the Warriors over. I know it's not, not a true story, but, you know, you know, what, the stuff that goes on in Brooklyn, and he wants to redo it. And I think uh, um, Eminem actually wants to be a part of that as well. So it's funny, you know what I mean? I'm like, when we watch Warriors back in the days, that really happens, you know what I'm saying? When you go into different hoods, you got to be exited out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I would <laughs> like to see that, even though it's not, a, it's not a real story, but we grew up on that. So you remember the Decepticons and stuff like that. So yep. I'd like to see those Decepticons and, and other gangs back in the days and put that into the movie and let's do the Warriors. And 50 Cent want to do it, so I'm down to do that. Low lives too. You, you you can't leave out the lows. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Low lives too. You're right. Yeah. You know um, what can we expect this season um, in BMF? You can expect a lot of action, a lot of violence, a lot of you know. I mean, we elevate, so we elevate with the the clothes is going to be on another level. Um, women, so another level. You're going to see a lot of a lot of new beautiful women. You know, what I mean, um, coming on the show. Uh, this season, in addition to the beautiful woman we already have. Um, and yeah, the story is just going to elevate, man. Everything is elevating. And uh, yeah, you're going to see me doing some some real grimy stuff. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, like like I was saying earlier, like your character kind of made like a one second appearance, like in season one, like in the very first episode. If, if, if um, you guys out there go and look. You'll, you'll see it. Um, but like, I wish they would have had more of you in season one. I I wish so too, but you know what? Actually, in season one, if you remember, uh, you go back to episode four. They actually talk about me again. So mm-hmm. Meech and Terry are driving in the car, and then Meech is like, "Yo, let's go, let's go, Mister Canine." And then Demi- and then Terry is like. Nah, he's for the Bruces. He's grinding. They grind me in, in, in exactly what you said. They grind me. So he <laughs> says that. So they end up messing with, you know, messing with me. You don't see me, but I actually send Big Al. So I'm the one that sent Big Al to them to work with them and see how they are. And then this season, you went from Big Al and then you're going to come see me now. Um, you know, so I had to send Big Al to see them. Now you come see me. And uh, this season will make up for what we missed last season of my character, K9. You know, and I think them mentioning you in the car on that scene kind of like added to the mystique of your character, kind of like Omar from The Wire. You know, you barely seen him like in the last season after he got killed, but like people were still talking about him. So that's exactly think of K-9 in a way. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. And uh, 
and it's, it's dope because it's based on a true story. So for me to me to be able to learn what Canine was about, I was like, man, you know, we had a good amount of similarities as well. So to be able to to be in sync with this character and get the the love from his family, you know, his whole family came to see me in Detroit. So um, and they showed me they love, you know. So I appreciate that. Is the, is the real Canine still alive? Or? No, actually, he's not not with us anymore. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I know like all the characters are like um based off of real people. So like Right. Uh, yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not with us anymore, unfortunately. You know, but his sons are here, his daughters, girlfriend, wife. Yeah, they they they're here. So they all came to see me. So was it hard like kind of getting down like the the nuances of um canine because it's not like um there's a gang of interviews on him or right. Like, you can go back and like see footage of him. So yeah, it's crazy because you you can't you I couldn't find anything on him. So I think my coach Sheik from Sheik Studios, uh, once I, I found out how big the role was, I said, man, we gotta do research. Couldn't find anything on him. So we started studying YBI, you know, Young Boys Incorporated, which was one of the top, you know, African American drug deal uh organization out in Detroit, you know, and uh they from the Bruce's as well. So I, I started basing started developing canine through that first and then heather the executive producer once i came to set and was uh had to rehearse she actually sat me down for about 30 minutes and gave me the lowdown on 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 canine um and then then on what we me and my coach was working on actually coincided with what canine was about so it actually meshed together and i was able to develop uh the character listen to music like dmx because what DMX was saying, Canine was actually doing this. You know what I mean in, in real life. DMX too, but you know what I mean. Canine, Canine was doing this, and um, yeah, that's how I was able to develop the character. You know, you know, like the problem with true stories like BMF, like they always kind of blur the line with fiction and reality. And I know, like last mm-hmm. season, some of the real people, you know, that that's involved in the story, they were really, they were upset because you know their character wasn't portrayed in a certain way or you know this person was killed in the show but he's still alive in real life um like how do you combat that um i would say man you know because remember tv man they 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 enhance certain things so you're not going to get it really exactly some of the times you know what i mean like they're going to enhance it for tv purposes for the, to entertain the fans and stuff like that but they'll They'll try to go along the truthfulness of it, but again, we got to understand that it's TV, so they're gonna enhance it a little bit. Um, but us as actors, we try to we try to stay as true to the character as we can from what the material is and the script. You know, um, and I know it's hard for people who were playing their character. Oh, yo, it didn't go like that, but they got to understand that it is TV, so they're gonna fantasize a little bit more of what's going on. But us as actors, we definitely try to stay to the story so once i was able to meet what i was doing i felt was was on point but also being able to meet uh canine's family and as they as we converse about how canine was i was able to add a little bit more as i was halfway through filming uh but yeah for the most part i was able to be spot on with um with him and uh yeah you know, um, last season's villain was Lamar. Like, and honestly, he he was one of my favorite characters. Um, oh, he played the hell. Too. 
that role? Like, do you feel any pressure, like, to be more menacing or to um to be on the same pedestal as Lamar, as far as bad? No, guy? I I I don't I don't think so. Um, I think the 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 pressure for me, I if there was pressure, right? So, um, what happened is as soon as I got the role, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little nervous, right? Because I was like, man, this is this is heavy material right here. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I gotta go to the to the um to the table ring. I gotta be in front of 50 Cent. I'm messed up, I get fired. That was my attitude. I was like, all right, so I gotta get on it. So once me and my coach dug into it and then we went to the table read, then that's when everybody was like, Oh, this dude is here. You know what I'm saying? So once once I was able to set the tone in the table read for everybody to know that I'm gonna bring it this season. Then now everybody's expecting, you know, for me to to kill it throughout the whole season. So that's where the pressure comes because you're, you know, everybody's like, yo, you're killing it. And you're hearing it from people who don't even have seasons with you. So the rumors is all over, you know, it's coming from stars. It's coming from other actors and other scenes. And they're like, yo, man, you know, they would see me, you know, in the trailer. So I'm like, yo, I'm hearing you killing it. So the pressure will come is to keep that consistently. So me with Kobe Bryant being my favorite character keeping our mama's mentality is once it's done you know what i'm saying until it's over you got to keep it going so that was a mentality i had um throughout is is to keep it going there and wasn't really playing the character as if yo i gotta do just like lamar did i gotta do better than lamar i like to think canine this season is gonna be give you a mix of of lamar and pat you know being that boss but also being that grimy dude you know what i mean so you'll get both of that from my character is canine going to be super different? <laughs> Say it again. Canine going is canine going to be singing too this um, upcoming season? <laughs> well, you got to you got to watch it and see. You never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you, you can't stop the rain, man. Right. You can't be that. <laughs> you know the 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 funniest thing about um, Lamar. Well, not Lamar. That's because that's not his real name. But I seen him at Tycoon Weekend this past. Yeah. Summer. Thing was, yeah, Kobe. Um, we was Houston, I believe. Houston, yeah. Dallas. I don't remember which one, but I didn't know. Yeah. He, yeah, but I didn't know he was British in real life. And then I heard him speak. Yeah. It, it just threw me off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He is. He is British. I mean, you know, uh, the British actors that come here and and, and work out here is tremendous talent. You know, they're able to pull off the accent out here like this. You know, it just same thing. You know, John Boyega, you know, same thing. So they're British, but they were able to pull the accent off pretty smooth. Gabrielle Ryan, too. Um, on um, Gabrielle Ryan, I heard. I haven't met her yet. You know, maybe I'll meet her. Maybe I'll meet her at the, at the premiere. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is the premiere, by the way, man? I need to pull up. Uh, the, the premiere is January 5th, in, 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 uh, January 5th in California. All right. Yeah. You know, so part of the appeal of BMF to me is the wardrobe, you know, because I just um, like looking at the fits. One of my favorite pastimes is going on NBA fits and just, you know, just looking at all the different outfits. Mm -hmm. uh, what can we expect K-9 to rock this season? Oh, oh, man. Kia, our costume designer, uh, she hooked us up. So, you know, you're going to see me in, in Gucci. Um, you're going to see me in. Ah, I had so much different things on, but you're going to definitely see a good amount of Gucci on me. You know, you're going to see the, the big jewelry because K-9 wears a lot of big jewelry to see me. You're going to see the, the, the fur, you know, so 
Yeah, you're gonna see me in some some, some fly stuff because I got money. <laughs> you know, what was it like getting sued and booted, you know, rocking all the um signature Detroit 1980s, you know, stuff, you know, all the stuff the hustlers was. Yeah. Um, well, I, I I love period pieces. Um, you know, like I played a uh a, um historical figure when I did underground. So to be able to play um canine and it's just set in Detroit in the 80s. Yeah, to be able to put that stuff on and, you know, and rock it how they rocked in Detroit because they, their swag is different from, you know, from me and Brooklyn, us in Brooklyn. Um, so be able to do that was was magnificent. I think with the, in regards to just wearing like designer stuff, I actually do that on a daily basis. So, <laughs> so to me, it was like, oh, okay. You know, some people were like, man, this is you on a daily basis. So I was able to have that similarity um, with the character as well. But definitely wearing it that it, it was a period piece from the eighties was was magnificent. You know, how about how about the sneakers, man? Are are the sneakers gonna be, you know, um time period for that time? Yeah, yeah. We got we definitely got different uh different brands of, of sneakers. You're gonna see I got a whole different selection of kicks. I might even put a video out there when I was making my decisions of what I'm gonna wear, what I'm gonna rock. Um, but yeah, we definitely Kia definitely hooked us up, you know. Our, our lineup is crazy when it comes to the kicks as well. You know what? What type of kicks can we expect, man? Ah, you got you got to see the watch. It's gonna be a different one. You got to see the watch. You know what I mean? You got to see the watch. I don't want nobody watching. Be like, oh, hey, you owe me some money for wearing them kicks in this in that show. No, <laughs> but you're gonna see a lot of different ones. You're gonna see a lot of different ones. But definitely, you're gonna have the Gucci's. You're gonna have the Adidas. Um, but yeah, we got we got a lot of different um, kicks. Pumas. We got a lot of. As long as I don't see no Travis Scott sneakers <laughs> in the show, we good because that's the one thing I hate about like time period shows uh-huh. is that like the logos sometimes be off and like sometimes they just wear sneakers that's you know not appropriate for the time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kia is spot on. She did extensive research, and you know the key thing this season that um I was sure when Randy wanted to do was elevate. So elevation is elevating everything so we make it sure at some point making sure that the kicks you rock was from the 80s man somebody put something on that's from the 2000 yo bro this was not out at that time like you know what i mean so kia kia's on point with it yo i remember watching all eyes on me when it first came out and they had uh oh what was it they had Pac with a cell phone <laughs> with the iphone yes 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 <laughs> Yeah, it was like a behind the scenes type of thing. It didn't make the final cut, but uh, right, right, I do <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes you, you um, it, you know, sometimes people miss that. You know, sometimes they miss it. You know, maybe it could have been like, let's say they they needed to have the phone from the um from the set designers, and somebody forgot. Oh, y'all yeah, can use my phone, and then blah, yeah, let's shoot it. So sometimes somebody has to catch that the continuity team um you know set the designers need to count that maybe even the director even the script supervisor so somebody may catch that before it actually you know before we actually film it but yeah it could be forgotten sometimes <laughs> but it's just up to everybody as a team to be like hey mm-hmm. you know this this wasn't there during that time you know it's just like if i'm if i come to set and you know, we're doing something and they're like, yo, let's just use your sneakers in the scene, something like that. Like, yo, these sneakers weren't out at the time. So you can have things like that. But on, on the higher budget sets, that really happens. 
So on a show like All Eyes on Me, because I worked on it, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, um, what's in your sneaker rotation right now? Personal. Oh, man. Yo, I was just talking to somebody about the amount of kicks I got. And I tell you no lie, I could run at least 120 days without switching sneakers <laughs> or any footwear. It's crazy. So I got this one for you because I know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all about the kicks. But this is a joint you might not have seen yet. You know what I mean? But I know you're a sneakerhead, but I had to pull up these to match the jersey. You know what I'm saying? But these joints just fly. You ever seen these? Oh, nah. Are those custom? Nah, nah. These are Dior's in the Converse style. You know what I mean? And I got this to match the jersey. You know, so this is the one that I'm rocking today. You know, I knew I was going to be on the show. So I was like, let me come through with my fly joints. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I got that. I got these dope gold Air Maxes, 95s. Um, the Jordans, red, black, and white joints. Um, I rock a good amount. Uh, these actually, these these um these Gucci's, you know, and I think they said I think it was called called eighty eight. I got it up there someplace, but I think it's called eighty eight. I rock those. Um, but yeah, man, I got I got kicks for days, bro. Like it's it's crazy the amount of stuff I got. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I literally got, but it's a lot of designer stuff. A lot of designer stuff. Balenciagas, Givenchy. Bunchy, sorry. Um, I got Louis. You got the you know, when it comes, huh? You got the Air Dior's. I got the Air Dior's. I got that. Yo, you know what's funny though? All them. I believe I saw them. Did I see them out in Dubai? I, I believe I saw something like that in Dubai. I want to say Dubai. Yeah, or I might have saw it on a Dior website. But they do look fly. But I don't have those. Not yet. You know, the only time I rocked mine was during the NBA finals. And I'm like, you know, I can't do this no more. It was, <laughs> it was just too much stress. <laughs> you got to make sure they don't get creased. A lot yeah, of money. That, man. It was, it, was, yeah, it was just too much. I was telling people, stand back. Stand I can't back. qualify the locker room huddles because of that. <laughs> and I'm like, tell people, listen, I need you to stay back from these kicks, man. Stay back. <laughs> but I want to say my favorite one that I'm wearing now is the gold because I like to wear I like to wear gold a lot. So my my Air Max 95, the gold version, I, those are the ones that those are my go tos. You know, I got some liquid gold um, Air Force Ones. They're lows though. You know, those are my oh, favorite right. joints to rock. Yeah, yeah, them joints. I know them joints look fly. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, liquid gold is lit. That's my favorite material is liquid gold and and um tan too because you can't go wrong with tan. Absolutely, shit, yeah, mine's too. Shit goes with everything. Facts. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, like, what was the best sneaker drop of two thousand twenty two? Oh, wow, that's a good question. No, for me. Ah, uh, you got you got me there because I've been hearing about these 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 sneakers I've been dropping, but I just have so much kicks that I haven't been looking recently. Um, but somebody was talking about some joints that they were trying to get, and it was hard for them to get it. They had to keep going on on the site and 
I guess that they got a website called what is it called End. Is it still around? Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. still around. Yeah, I did the time I used the end was when I was getting the Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, this year I I'm not too familiar with the drop, but I did hear it was a drop of sneakers that somebody was like, "Yo, I gotta go get these joints." And you know they would come around, but like, "Yo, where you gonna get them?" I'm like, "Bro, I got mad kicks." Hey, what we talking about right there? You know, I saw the other day Nike got Kyrie's line, you know, 70% off, 65% off. Um, you know, I kind of wish that would happen to Travis Scott line. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the question, though. Do you think because of of the situation going on with Kyrie, that's where they dropped it, 70, 60%, 70% off? Oh, yeah. They, facts, man. He's mm-hmm. off Nike. Com- he's off Nike completely now. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah, so that that's why he said Travis Scott. I wonder if the Travis Scott drop was one that somebody was talking about the other day because they were they were really it was a couple of our friends was talking about it. You know, I was like, bro, I got I just got I got that kick. So whatever it was just didn't interest me. You know what I mean? Like I I made it my point. Uh, this was before COVID to literally get everything that I that I wanted to get kick uh, kick footwear wise. And um, even stuff from back in the day. So remember the old Pradas? Yeah, you know, I was yeah. able to cop that. You know what I mean? When the, when he re-released the Jordans, I was able to catch those at Foot Lock or something like that. Um, so anything that I that I wanted to just make, I was like, I'm going to get it. Even the the Adidas, right? You know that we wear in in, in BMF. Go get the shell top Adidas. I'm going to get that. The old Felines we used to rock out in Brooklyn. Go cop that. So I got the got everything ready. Stuff that I haven't even worn yet. You know, I started buying like New Balances, like almost exclusively this year. And mm-hmm. one day I got creative, and I put an off-white tag on one of them. I forgot it might have been the nine nineties. <laughs> I thought I was doing something when people was looking at me like, "What are you wearing?" You're right? <laughs> yeah, I got into New Balances too, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got like, about two New Balances. I was just telling him, I was just getting creative with the off-white tag. No fakes here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling him, I was just getting creative. I'll just, I'll just try it out. I'll just try it out. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. <laughs> you know, and the person that was, you know, talking shit was your castmate, Jalen Rose. Like, oh, was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jalen's cool, man. I met him out here in L.A., um... Uh, we we talked a little bit about about the show, so we'll probably talk once he uh, comes out here for premiere. But yeah, man, Jim is my guy, man. His takes it uh, takes me on point. Hairline too, man. The hairline is gone, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he he always on point, man. You know what I mean? And I, I remember I was telling him on Twitter. I tweeted him. I was like, bro, because I actually think that episode where you talk about K nine episode four in season one. They have those big Detroit type glasses that Jalen Rose rock. So yeah, like, uh, Meech, Meech had them on. Yeah. Uh, I know Rose wear them and I bought them randomly. The, these Gucci's I bought randomly. And then once I was re-watching the episode, I said, oh, those are the joints I bought the other day. And then I tweeted Jalen Rose, yo, I got the joints that y'all be rocking. You know what I mean? And they tweeted back. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, um, I rocked them in a Gucci store once, and I seen the price tag. I had to put them down. <laughs> yeah, the joints are like they're like six six hundred. Yeah, five eighty five. 
Yeah. Yeah, the drugs just fly though. <laughs> <laughs> made me feel like the biggest drug dealer in the world. Uh, say it again. It made me feel like the biggest drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you was winning right there. <laughs> right in that second you had it all, you was with it. <laughs> You know, in season one, you know, the Pistons weren't mentioned, you know, and they were a decent team back then. You know, can we expect any, like, Piston references in um, season well, two? Yeah, well, definitely. Um, you'll, you'll hear about the Pistons because that's K-9 actually his favorite team. So you'll you'll hear about the Pistons this season. I actually met um, Rip Hamilton out here in L.A., and I would tell him, look out. Look out for K-9, man. You know, because he said he watches the show with, with his wife, so told him to look out. But yeah, we we do we do mention the Pistons this season. You know, which NBA player you think would be a good addition to the cast? Because I think I look at a guy like Pat Beverly. You know, like mm-hmm. he just have minutes written all over him. Yeah, he do. Yeah, <laughs> he can play. He can play Lamar, little brother, something like that, right? You know, he's doing getting revenge for for Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and um, just for kicks, I want to see Kawhi on on BMF too. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi will be hilarious, man. He'll be he'll be mad quiet, mad tall. You know, maybe would have been, been the scene with with, with Jalen Rose or something like that. <laughs> he can be tall cats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and how you think your guys' street clothes would um, fare on the show? Oh, hey. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, uh, AD will be AD will be cool on the show. You know what I mean? Again, we'll we'll have to put him on. You know, put him in a basketball scene. You know, I don't know how his acting would be. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to put him on a on a basketball scene. And remember, Canine is actually a street legend. So we'll, I have him play on my team. You know, you'll see my team playing this season and on the basketball court. So I'll I'll put AD on my squad. I'll put street clothes on my squad. And listen. You on K9's team and you street clothes, we got a problem. Because <laughs> K9 always got the strap on him. So I need you to be playing. If you're not playing, we got a problem. That's all I got to say. You sound like Birdie from above the rim. Right. <laughs> yo, yo. Word. If K9 was coaching Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons passed up a layup, was was K9 next move? Oh, K9 is bringing the heat out. Yo, let me, let me, let me talk to you real quick. Pull the heat out. But right to his leg, I said, I'm gonna need you to lay, I'm gonna need you to make that layup next time. That's all I'm gonna say. I just need you to make that layup next time. And I'm gonna say, go back in the game. <laughs> okay, so Ben Simmons, yeah, Ben Simmons goes back in the game, mm-hmm. passes up an open mid-range jump shot. Then <laughs> what? Oh yeah, then then uh, then I'm then I'm popping, I'm popping him on the court from where I'm standing. Because I got in. So I'm popping him on the court from where I'm standing, right in that leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than Bur- than Birdie. I, at least Birdie waited to the end to the end of the game. Exactly. See, see, Birdie is like he's he's handing over to my man. I'm like, yo, handle the business now. K nine is like, I'm I'm popping him right here, and then we go continue the game. Call an ambulance, get this guy off the court, and let's keep continuing the game going. I got money on this game. You know, if Ben Simmons was a free agent right now. Would you want him on the Lakers? I'll take him on the Lakers because I think I think we still need some players. So uh, this season I will take him because we still need some wing defenders, but he can't shoot. And we've been having a bad season shooting a three. We've been playing better as of late because, you know, street clothes been balling. But um, 
I, I, I'll take him because we still need we need we still need a wing defender. We call him street calls like that's his real name. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We we gotta blame we gotta blame Charles Walkley for that one. You know, I could imagine Ben Simmons and um, Westbrook on the same team. Boy, no. <laughs> oh man, that'd be Brick City for sure. We'll definitely be shooting about twenty one percent, like we like Pat Bev is doing right now. You know they they can be Meech and Meech and Terry's um, new connect for the coat for for like, all the bricks that they be right, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah, definitely uh, Meech and Terry will definitely come off or of, uh, you know betting on them with them bricks. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised Westbrook has taken a bench role. You know, I really thought he was going to go out like Iverson. Yo, you know what? I I thought that too, and I I say I commend. Coach Ham for that because they have respect for Coach Ham to be even for them to even embrace that. You know, remember, think about it. He put Westbrook on a bench, and AD was complaining about playing center, and he was like, "Nah, you still playing center." You know what I'm saying? And he still got him playing the center. Like literally, you're playing the center. Like that's it. You know, no ifs ands or buts about it. So I commend Coach Ham for that, and it, and it, it made a turnaround. And he was the one confident more than anybody else. He said, "Man, I can't wait till we do a turnaround." We go look back at this. You know, I think we're sitting at what ten and thirteen right now, maybe. But um, yeah, he coached him. I commend him for for the turnaround, even though we ain't above five hundred yet. But working towards it. You know, AD like if he played the center like years before, he would be dominating. And like, and I think back he in the days. No, I'm talking about like two thousand eighteen, like somewhere okay. around. If he would have started playing the five then. And I think he wouldn't be hurt so much because, you know, it's not like he's battling Shaq and Shaq. Robinson. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaq, Shaq, Shaq would have bodied him. <laughs> it would have been over. So, yeah, 2018, if he had moved over to, yeah, you, you know, I guess now he's really, really embracing it and he's doing what he can do. And he bulked up this season, you know, so I guess that will help. You know, he got, got in the gym and bulked up, you know, because Coach Ham is a big dude too, Paul's. But, you know, so he might have been really telling me, I need you to get up in the gym, you know what I'm saying, and 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 and, and work out, get bulked up. Boy, I shook Coach Ham. I shook his hand one time. I'm mm-hmm. like, Damn, I need to go to the gym because dude almost broke my hand off. <laughs> <Hey, right. laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, them dudes look like they be in the gym all day, every day, man. Boy, I you told know. Just give me a fist pound for now on. There I can't. you go. That's it. <laughs> Not even a fist pound. That that might hurt, yo. Let me get the elbow, bro. Get the elbow real quick. <laughs> All right, man. Before we go, like I want to play start yeah. cut with you. I'll just name three things. You tell me you're gonna start it, bench it, or cut it. And, oh, okay. Uh, since you're from God's country, Flatbush. <laughs> there we'll, you go. We'll start with some New York crews. So we got the um. The low lifes, the lows, decepts, and let's see the NFL crew from Uptown. Okay, that's easy. We're starting uh, Decepticons. Mm-hmm. Um, we're benching low lives and uh, NFL crew. Call them sorry, bro, but y'all gotta get y'all gotta get y'all gotta uh, get cut, man. Cause y'all ain't from Brooklyn, so you know my bad. But y'all gotta get cut in this in this session right now. Back, man. All right. So next one. All right. This one's kind of hard. I usually like do these in my head first. Just, just mm-hmm. 
All right, so this one's hard because I had yeah. hard. So we got the wire, power, and BMF. Oh, okay. The wire, power, and BMF. The wire, power, and BMF. Uh, we definitely saw in BMF. And it's not even it's it's not even being biased, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, BMF is you know based on the true story. And you know, what I mean they set the culture, so that's easy. Start. I think we got the bench. Um you know what? I don't remember the wire right now. I and like I remember it, but I don't like remember like piece by piece. And power is power is recent, but you know what? This is what we're gonna do. Yes, we're gonna start BMF. We benching the wire. You know what I mean? Because even though, and we gotta cut power, obviously, even though, and I was on power too, but even though the wire, I don't really remember it as well. It was more and more realistic. I think towards we got to the end of, the, of, of power, I think it more felt like it was almost like a soap opera. You know what I mean? To me, uh, where it was going to start, I think that's why they ended up breaking them off into pieces. But um, yeah, that's how I'm going to start bench cut it. All right. You know, so now we got the bad guys from. Um, okay. All right. We got Lamar, K9. And um, I was having a hard time with the third one because I didn't want to give you one. <laughs> so we got Lamar K9, and we have um, Old Dog from from um, what was the from Menace. Oh yes, yes, my guy Lorenz Tate, man. So my guy, man, we be talking with him out here in LA. All right, so this is what we gonna do, and I'm gonna keep it whole hunted. I'm gonna have to start K9. <laughs> and I might be biased, but I think the way the, the reason, the reason, the reason why I'm, I'm the reason why I'm going with Canine is because his violence is different. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna see, like you ain't gonna know. Like I explained it. Right, this will be the first. Let me let me answer that specific question first, and I go into it. So we'll start Canine. We'll bench. Ooh, we'll, we'll bench Lamar. <laughs> and then my guy, my, I'm sorry, but my guy Lorenz Tate O Dog is gonna have to is gonna have to get cut, even though he was my guy. You know what I mean? Like he's he was down for the cause. The thing about it, if you see Lamar and Canine, so you 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 see Lamar walking down the street, you walking you walk across the street. You see Canine walking down the street because you seen him just find this that and the third. You're gonna be walking on the same side, but then. You do a little bump on him, that's your life. That that's that's how that's how I, that that's how I'm gonna say. It. You know what I mean? Like, see Lamar, he might he might he might beat you to a, you know to a pole, but K9 is over. Your life is done. It's a wrap in that second. That's how I, that's how I can explain to you what to expect from K9. <laughs> like Fat Cat from from the Supreme Team, because like I heard all these stories from like all the street hustlers. Like if you like stepped on his shoe or like bumped into him, that was it for you. That's it. It's like it's a matter of yo. You go respect me. I don't care who's around here. You go. You go respect me. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. You know. Um. I want to thank you for like for joining me. You know. I really enjoyed this um conversation. I can't wait for um BMF. Can't wait to see all the fits and um the sneakers and you know all the shenanigans that K Nine is going to get into. Um. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Yeah, I got this movie coming out, which is a thriller uh, for, uh, for TV One called, called First Come Love, Then Comes Murder. 
Um, it's directed by uh, Emmy Award-winning director Bobby Yan. So that's going to be uh, one that's going to be coming out shortly after the BMF season. Uh, so we're proud of that joint. Uh, so look out for that. All right. Before you go, can you give us a shout out? You can say this is um, this is Ryan Lawrence. You watching kicks, whatever you want to say. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I bet. All right. Yo, this is Ryan Lawrence. You watching kicks. Holla at K9. BMF season two. All right, bro. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to try and run this like the same week as um, BMF so it can kind of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, so you pronounce it. I meant to tell you at the start, but it's pronounced rayon. Oh, like rayon. The fabric. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like the, like the, like the fabric. <laughs> All right. Yo, my fault about that, yo. Yeah, you good. Don't worry about it. You good. You good. All right, man. Thanks again for um for doing this. And um I and, and, I, and I have to convert you and bring you back home from Lakers to Knicks. <laughs> to Knicks. Oh, oh man. You know, yeah. Knicks listen, Knicks is gonna always be our heart. That's a fact. But the problem is come home, man. Carmelo. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. So hold on, what you think? So what you think about Brooklyn? Do you think Brooklyn is gonna get that love that the Knicks got or not? Nah, um, like maybe like years from now, but like yeah, it'll be gone. Probably when we're gone, you know, that's what's gonna happen. But yeah, yeah Knicks is the kids now to like grow up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what people say. Like, Yo, why you don't why you don't rep the Brooklyn test? Like, Come on, man. I said, listen, it was Jersey, bro. I was here when it was Jersey. You know, it's still Jersey to me. Have you been to their games lately? Because like to me, it's gentrified. Like they're the gentrified Nets. They're not really the real Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, see, I, I, I haven't. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I haven't. But all oh, back in the days, it would have, it would have been a rock. You know, you from Brooklyn, you you already yeah. know. Uh man, like we was, I was in Brooklyn the other day, and I was outside with my boys. It was like it was literally like eighteen of us or something like that, and then we see some people walk, um, and then they walked in the same side of the street. I see, yeah, back in the days, they were oh, cross. Yeah. <laughs> you crossing the street. That's a fact. You see a bunch of cats just out. Hanging, you cross the street. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Hanging out four o'clock in the morning, walking dogs. I'm like, right? <laughs> yeah. Back in the days, it's not happening, man. I'm sorry, it's, it's just not. Especially, you know? especially around the Barclays Center. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Downtown. Oh, yeah. You know, I would when, I, when I noticed New York was changing, I, mm. I was I was by the pink houses one day with the car door lock, mm-hmm. and then I just seen all these. <laughs> I just see these people just walking around like it ain't nothing. Nothing, nothing. And that's something like, and, and every time I see it when I'm out there, I start, huh? All the trans, all the transplant New Yorkers, I should say. Right. Every time I'm out there, I just be laughing. I'm like, man, back in the days, trust me, <laughs> y'all wasn't walking. Y'all was walking like this. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I. That's why I love the Warriors so much because that's literally what it was. You just wanted to get back to your hood. You know, you get back to your hood. It's like, you know, you're good. But back in the same time, you know, you going to school, you got different people, you know what I'm saying, going going to your school. So you'll know somebody there. You know what I mean? If I pull up in, 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 in Crown Heights and Evansville, you know, I know people, you know what I'm saying? I pull up in the style, I pull up in Brownsville, then you know somebody from school. You'd be like, yo, such and such. Oh, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, back in the day, it was like the Warriors. You, know? <laughs> you got to get. 
you're gonna get explored out. <laughs> I used to be in Crown Heights too. I used to, I used to get my um my smoke from Utica and um from Utica and St. John's on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Utica, Utica, Utica. Remember them dollar vans? Yeah. <laughs> now, man, the last time I rode a dollar van, dude was like, I got a gun. If we get pulled over, we all going to jail. <laughs> well, oh, I never wow. a van again in my life. Yo, it's wild. Because now it's now it's organized. Now they organized, man. Back in the day, listen. Yo, they still driving trying to pick you up. <laughs> Back in the day, they're picking you up, but they still driving, you know what I'm saying? Getting a dollar. And now it's probably like a dollar fifty. Like it went up. <laughs> I was like, it's like five dollars, I think. Word now? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so, man, that was the days, man. <laughs> days. For real. All right, man. Thanks again for your time, man. Hey man, thank you for your time, man. Yeah, no doubt. Man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Good luck. All right, brother. Take care, man.